Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. Well, we are officially in the holiday season. We've just had Thanksgiving and Christmas is right around the corner. So I thought this would be a perfect time to talk about generational healing. I heard an expression a long time ago that when you heal yourself, you are healing seven generations before you and seven generations after you. And when I heard that, it struck a truth deep in my soul. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, that makes so much sense. And I know that if you are listening to this podcast, you are the one that is here to be the change in your family. You are the one to be taking responsibility for your life and the generations before and after you. So Thank you for being here. Thank you for doing the work. Thank you for being open to what this even looks like because we are the change. Like we we are doing things that our family, our parents and our grandparents before us did not have the opportunity to do. They did not have the knowledge and the information. And now we have so much information that we can move forward just with a new openness, um, because we literally are evolving on a collective level. Like, like we just can't sit on this anymore. Like we know that things are supposed to be different. We know now that we can dream beyond our wildest dreams and that our dreams can actually come true and that we can break the rules and that there are no rules actually. And so this is such an exciting time to be alive and to be doing this work together. You are the bridge. Your parents probably are not capable of doing the the deep work like you are doing. And it is imperative that you do it for our younger generations. So in my own personal healing journey... I really did not have a traumatic childhood at all. So I know my mom has been, she's made several comments where she's like, well, I didn't know you had such a horrible childhood. And I'm like, it's not that I did not have a horrible childhood, but I had shit come up that was keeping me from living my soul calling, you know, like this is not about her. It's about me. This is about me and my journey, my soul, my mission, my healing. And it's just like with my children. And this is so important. And, you know, we, when we have children, we tend to think that they're ours. They are our children and we get to project all of our beliefs onto them. And that is just simply not true. And so to be able to give my two girls, they are 14 and 16 currently, to be able to give my children the freedom for them to make 
decisions and and the trust that is associated with that and the trust in me that I, you know, in my husband that we have raised good children and and also the fact that I love to apologize to my children. I screw up all the time. Like all the time. I just apologize to my children over the weekend for a stupid decision that I made. And, you know, like they get to witness me trying not to, like, I am not perfect. I know I'm not perfect, but I am so raw and vulnerable in my journey that they get to witness that. And hopefully that is the way that they will move forward in their life, in their soul, in their purpose and mission in this lifetime, that they will just be raw and vulnerable and open to fear, you know, that they can step outside of their comfort zone and do things that, um, that were not normally accepted. I want them to be wild. I want them to be free. I want them to be responsible. I want them to honor their divine, beautiful self. So uh, I wanted to share this one story with you because this one freaked me the hell out, honestly. This was very, very early on in my healing journey. And it's one of my favorite stories because I'm like, holy shit, I did not know this was possible. So I come from a long line of bad hips. I mean, I have a hip replacement. I'm 49 years old. I have a hip replacement. My mom has a hip replacement. My sister has a hip replacement. My grandma does. I mean, it just goes like down the line, bad hips, bad hips, bad hips. Well, hips are all about emotions. That's where our storage ground is for our emotions. Hips are also representative of how we move forward um, you know, because if our hips aren't moving, then we cannot move forward. If we're stuck in that emotional baggage, then we cannot move forward. So we're working with the moving forward and the emotions of things. Well, this was before my breathwork training class, but after my Sedona trip. So if you need my my history, you can go back to one and two episodes and, and it explains it all there. So this was after breath work, I came back from that Sedona trip and I was like, I've got to find more breath work. This was just incredible. And I found this guy. He actually lived in California, but he was in Atlanta randomly. And he was specifically a shamanic breath work practitioner, which is exactly what I wanted. So I went to this breath work healing class and within moments, I was deep in a, in a journey and I kept, my hands kept moving right around my right hip. And at that point, I, you know, this was, I guess, probably five years ago and I had already had my hip replacement and my hip replacements on my right side, which is my masculine side, um, which we've already talked about feminine and masculine. My masculine is like the lack of action. Uh, well, it's not lack of that. It's my lack of action. But your masculine energy represents moving uh, forward, taking action, like um, organization and structure and, and giving, like moving forward in that direction. Well, that is where I lack. Like I have no organization. I have no structure in my life. I'm constantly working on it, by the way. But my, let's just say my masculine energy is definitely my weakest link in my body. So my hip replacements on my right side. And now that I know what I know, I under, it's like, oh, of course it landed in my right side because I had no energy moving through that side. So it was like stuck and stagnant energy, like emotion and energy that was on that right side. 
So I'm deep into my experience and then my hands start tapping all around my right hip and I'm like stirring emotion. I can feel that like whatever I'm doing is beyond my comprehension and I'm, I'm just going with it because I, I'm learning to trust myself and learning to trust these spirits that are, are moving through me, trying to help me heal and to guide me into a better place. So I'm tapping and, and all of a sudden I just start, I start becoming very emotional and it's like I went down into this tunnel of myself and when I was in the, the front part of my hip, it's like I saw all this darkness in this, it, it was definitely a, a shadow, like it was a big dark shadow in my hip area and I'm just like going in there and I'm just like scooping it around and like stirring and shaking some of this energy that's in my right hip and it's just so dark and it's just as nasty. Like I was, I was almost scared of it. Oh, that's right. I was scared of it because I was like, I don't want to go there. Like I was so scared to go there because it was so deep and so traumatic and it felt so generationally interwoven that I could not, I was scared to handle that amount of um, darkness, honestly. And so I remember I was like shaking my head no and I was crying. I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But spirit was like, you're doing this. And the practitioner came over and he was lovely and he just supported me and really helped move through some of that energy. And oh my gosh, like the darkness that moved up from my right hip up through my, my stomach, my torso, my chest, and that escaped my mouth verbally. That was probably one of the first times in my healing experiences that I emoted in a way that I was like, I did not know my voice could sound like that and that I could scream and wail that loud. But it was generations of trauma, of pain, of stuck emotion and stuck energy that I was moving through my body in that moment. And so I just, it felt so good. It felt so painful at the moment, but it also felt so good to be allowing myself to be free of that darkness. And so I, I don't know how long it lasted, but it just kept releasing and releasing. And I just kept moving my hands and supporting that energy to move through me. And after it was all done, I started dying laughing. Like I laughed so hard, so hard. And I kept hearing in my consciousness being like, you are so silly. I Look how long you held on to that. That's not even yours. Look at you. You are holding on to something that was not even yours. And it was causing you so much pain and keeping you so stuck. Look how silly you are. And I was just laughing. Like I was knee slapping. I was laughing so hard in this journey. And I, after that, I was like, oh my gosh, like I just healed my daughters. They will not have this hip pain. They will not have trauma in their body because generationally I just healed that. In that moment, I healed and transmuted and like activated my DNA and healed on a cellular level that I know, I know, like I know, like I know, like I know that I transferred that healing to my children. They will not have hip replacements. I know this. And 
wow, 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 wow. It was so incredible. But this is the way that our bodies hold on hold on generationally, like it's just passed down. The epigenetics, the scientific part of all this says specifically that when you are in your mother's womb, that you not only have her cellular DNA and all their, all her crap, but also your grandmother's. And then that is passed down over and over and over and over. And for me personally, when when my mom was pregnant with me, and I'm going to have her on a podcast um, very soon. I'm very excited to have her on so we can talk about all this. But when I was in her womb, I was conceived out of an illegitimate relationship. And so there was a lot of shame. There was a lot of fear, a lot of guilt, a lot of unknown. And like cellularly, DNA wise, like I absorbed that. My mom didn't know, like my mom was doing the best that she could do, but she didn't know that that was being transferred through me. And so when my mom says, I didn't know you had such a traumatic childhood, like that was me, even though I didn't have a traumatic childhood, but that was me healing my cells, my DNA. And ultimately it is healing her as well. And I cannot wait to have her on so we can discuss like how my healing journey has impacted her because it is so powerful. Oh my goodness. I just am so obsessed with this topic and just healing. And it's so fascinating. Um, I wanted to also chat with you about something that I see very common in the moms that I work with. So there is certain age ranges that that you have that something happened to you. And and I'm going to say traumatic with something traumatic happened to you, but that doesn't actually mean that something traumatic happened to you. The trauma is actually that you held on to that emotion and it stayed stuck in your body. That in itself is the trauma. So it could be as simple as something, you know, someone say, oh, okay, for me, another example. Um, because I'm such a highly sensitive, emotional person, when I was growing up, my mom and my sister would make fun of me all the time. Like, oh, are you going to cry at this commercial? Are you going to cry at this sad song? Like I was such a highly sensitive person that I just, I would, I would cry at absolutely anything that struck my emotion. And because they would always make fun of me and they didn't mean to, obviously they did not mean to make fun of me, but they did. Um, but because they made fun of me, I began to not feel comfortable expressing my emotions because I didn't want to get made fun of because to me, I was thinking, oh, like I'm not normal. I'm abnormal because I'm so emotional. So let me learn how to be like everyone else. And so therefore I began to shove my emotions inside. So because I would shove my emotions inside, there were certain, um, trigger points within emotional trigger points again, that would store inside of my body. And when they would say certain things, like I would 
that energy would be like, oh, okay, so it's not safe for me to do that or say that. So I'm going to hold that in. That's just an example. It could also be like if someone said, oh my gosh, your butt looks so big in those pants. Like in that moment, you know, you like held that in. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm fat. I'm never, you know, and that became like your new mental mindset. Like it could have been anything. And if you chose to hang on to that, then that became trauma in your body. That became a traumatic experience for you because you held on to it and it became a belief that you're holding on to. So what I've noticed a lot with um, moms and their children or even you know, whether, whether it's a mom, you know, like me being a trigger for my mom or, um, my children being a trigger for me, this is generational. Like it can go in either way. Um, but what I notice is when that child is of a certain age that you experience something traumatic, and I'm saying that in air quotes, um, that is an invitation. It's going to, their age range that they are is going to poke, is going to trigger something deep within you because that is the age range that your trauma happened and that you need to heal because our soul is here to heal. That is all our soul wants to do is to heal and grow and evolve. That is why we are here in this lifetime. So when your child's of that certain age and all of a sudden you're like being all like funky and triggered and, and angry or frustrated and you can't figure out why, that is an invitation for you to look at your child and to be like, okay, what was I doing when I was this age? Um, what was I experiencing? What happened to me that I am being so triggered by right now. Let me go into my own self because this is your child can't help it. Your child's just being a, a mirror for you for on a on a soul experience. Like y'all plan this in the ethers already. Um so it's an inner job for you not to involve your child, but to go into yourself and be like, how can I work through this? Like, why is this triggering? Why am I being so triggered and activated right now? How can I make this different and better and learn and grow from it and heal from it? Here's another example for you. Um, last year, my daughter was in the 10th grade and she, she is not as social as I had been back in when I was in the 10th grade, but here's the, so I was getting very frustrated with her because she wasn't being as social as I wanted her to be, but she's completely happy. She's, (laughs) she has no problem with, with her life. She's completely, completely happy. But I was being so triggered. I'm like, why aren't you making more plans? You got to do this. You got to do that. And so then I'm like, okay, Vaughn, what the hell is this really about? Like, why are you beating her up about this? And so I went back to my 10th grade year. And as it turns out, we had just moved to a new town. We had always growing up lived out in the boonies and I never had any friends. And for the first time in my life, we were living like in a lovely community where there were lots of friends and like lots of people that I could be friends with. And I was on a mission, damn it, to have friends because I'd never really had friends before. So in my mind, when I was in the 10th grade, I I was like, I'm going to make all the friends. If anybody asks me to do anything, I'm going to do it because I being having friends and being a good friend is my only priority in life right now. 
But that wasn't healthy. Like that was my mindset. That's what I was doing. But it was coming from a wounded place because I had never had friends before and I longed for them so deeply. So that was my wound that was creating this energy around, I got to do this. I got to do that. I want to be, have all the friends. I want to be popular. I want to, you know, do all the things. Of course, in the time frame, I didn't understand that that's what I was doing. But now that I'm older and more mature and I, I can see it now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, that's exactly why I was doing that. And that's exactly why I was, my daughter was triggering me so much so that I could go back to that 15 year old version of myself and pour into me, pour into that 15 year old that was so desperately wanting to have deeper connections with other human beings, with other girls my own age. I was, I, I was literally desperately searching. I wanted it so badly. And so I was able to connect with that 15-year-old version of myself and be like, it's okay, Vaughn. Like you look at you, you have so many beautiful friends in your life now. And, and I did, I created some of my most spectacular friendships of my whole life that year of my 10th grade year and moving forward. Um, but I did work really hard for it. Like that's when I began my mindset of like, I have to work really hard for friendships and that's not necessarily a healthy mindset because I don't think you do have to work really hard at friendships. I think if you are your true authentic self, then automatically you're and you're you're going to be drawn to the people that you're supposed to be drawn with. When you're doing the things that light you up, you're automatically going to be around people that you're supposed to be around with and then these friendships happen naturally. So I was so frustrated at my daughter because I had some inner child, 15-year-old wounding that needed some love and support and witnessing, like, see me, see me as this version of myself that, that is, like, really working hard at gathering friendships. And, and then I was just able to be like, oh, my gosh, Vaughn, look at what you've done. And then I was able to have a conversation with my daughter and just be like, look, you have been triggering me this, these past few months because of this. And I explained to her everything that was happening. And, and then she was like, oh, well, yeah, that makes perfect sense. But honestly, I was being a real asshole to her. I really was. I was being, it was not fair. It was not, it wasn't good for her, but it was ultimately good for our relationship. And it was healthy for me because I was able to heal through that desperate version of myself of, of creating friendships. So I invite you to notice who is triggering you and how they are triggering you, because that is just a invitation and a mirror. And we're speaking more, you know, around family right now, because I, I am focusing on generational healing. So I want you to notice even like with your, your sisters or your brothers or your mom or your dad or your children, especially your children, this is an invitation when your children are triggering you being like, okay, 
how, what was I doing at this point in my life? Because I'm sure when my daughter is getting married, um, that's going to bring up a whole new set of wounds, you know, because my dad wasn't there and, and I was feeling just so many things, you know, so who knows what's going to trigger at all phases of this life. Right. So it's an invitation. It's an invitation for you to just go within and be like, okay, what was I doing at that age range? What was I experiencing? What was I going through? And, and just go within and, and see what comes up. And, you know, you might not even understand what it is, but that's why taking that time to specifically connect deeper to yourself is so important. That is the only way that I've been able to heal is when I connect deeper to myself. So even though it is the holiday season, and even though you will be surrounded by family and who knows what triggers may come up, allow yourself to take that time to go within and to notice where your triggers are coming from and to pour into them without judgment with everything that I, I teach and that I support. Everything is without judgment. You cannot look at yourself and say, Oh, that's so stupid. Why would you think that? Oh my gosh. Like there are no rules to your healing journey. There is no judgment. It is what it is. And we have to accept that who we are is who we are, who our parents are or who they are. And I truly believe that we have soul contracts with our family and that we are all here to push and to trigger and to heal and to activate each other into their own soul evolution. So, you know, there are no accidents who, who your parents are and who your siblings are. It's all with divine orchestration. You, you, you did this in the ethers as a generational healing experience. So let it be that, let it be an experience of, um, exploration with no judgment, with forgiveness, loving through your heart. Allow yourself to have uncomfortable conversations. And honestly, this happens a lot with my clients. When we are doing some um, healing with family members, we don't even have to sit in front of the actual family member. Like energetically, you can call in the people that you need to have difficult conversations with and you can connect with them. Like you can just close your eyes. And, and in fact, I will do a guided meditation for you. I will do that at the beginning of um, next week. So it'll be like a little bonus episode where I will take you through a guided meditation so that energetically you can connect with someone that you need to connect with and possibly get some answers and have some difficult conversations around what you want and need from that person. So I will, I will do that at the beginning of next week, but energetically, like energy is transferable through all space and time. So we get to connect with this energy and we get to have these difficult conversations and, and it can be so healing and so 
mind-blowing and eye-opening when you just hear yourself talk to this person without them having the opportunity to interrupt you. And then you get to ask them questions in return. And you get to, and, and it's like, literally, it's them right there energetically in front of you. And so even though the healing happened and they may not even realize it in the physical form, energetically, something has shifted between you and it works. I have done it personally many, many, many times, and I have witnessed it, especially lately. There's been a lot, a lot of energy healing in regards to uh, it's been very specifically around um, mothers, like the clients that I'll work on. Um, we will connect to their moms because there's a lot of mother wounds and, and they're all coming to surface right now because we're in a time of massive up-leveling and healing. And so all this is coming to the surface right here, right now with intention and purpose. So let it guide you. Let it show you the shadow parts of you. Let, let it show you the... Um, the, the dense areas that you're holding on to energetically, like if you have hip pain, maybe start exploring that, you know, like moving your body around and noticing if your family members, if your mom or dad or someone has got that same pattern in their pain and just start to explore it and, and see what comes up because everything is connected. Absolutely. Everything is connected. So Instead of looking at this as in a frustrated, triggering way, allow yourself to look at it from, okay, I'm frustrated and I'm triggered, but how can I move through this? You know, instead of just like shoving it deeper inside, how can I heal through this? <laughs> so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really, truly appreciate you. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of the love that I have received with the first three episodes. Y'all have been amazing about leaving reviews and sending me messages and emails and all the things. So I just truly thank you from the bottom of my heart. I will talk to you soon and I will get to you that meditation, that energy meditation. So you connect with someone that you need to have a conversation with. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Von Piero and say hello. Talk to you soon.